thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCBT 820. Hoo-yah! See, that was easy. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, so uh, tr- Trump uh, apparently called um, the election. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> where he called it the crime of the century. He goes, uh, the former president predicted Biden's decision would backfire and criticize the Senator. This will put the current White House in a terrible position when the inevitable request for information comes concerning the massive corruption behind Hunter Biden and the already well-documented crimes committed by the oh, Biden family. Wow. The least of which are Hunter's paintings selling for as much as $500,000 a piece. Now, I, I have to say, like, maybe that's a dig and he thinks that will work with lefties or something like that, that anybody who makes a lot of money for what they consider a little work is is going to somehow hit them, I suppose, in some way. But um, also, uh, there's a reason why he's so sensitive about money. Um, yesterday, if you recall, um, Trump is broke was trending all over Twitter um, because it turns out that his, and I'll bring it up right now, um, um, Trump, you know, he has the uh, a lease on the old post office building, which he turned into a, uh, a luxury hotel during his time. And he told everyone that his, um, the hotel made something like in the order of $145 million while he was president. And we recall there were many times yeah, where, where there was there were stories of like Saudis and others foreign interests renting out rooms at the place and no one was in them. Yeah, they would just pay for the rooms, um, essentially, as and and not be in the rooms. Which you would go. It's bad enough if they went and stayed there. It's bad enough if they pretend to be you know or they favor his properties when they have other choices to give money to him. But it's it's even worse. When no one is staying there, they are just renting the rooms essentially just to funnel money his direction. And even still, mm-hmm. it did not help. This is a um, CNN yeah, reporter. So that's funny. Yeah. Former President Donald Trump racked up more than $70 million in losses over a four year period from his Washington, D.C. hotel while publicly claiming that the hotel made more than, uh, made more than tens of millions of dollars according to documents released by the House Oversight Committee. The documents also show the hotel received millions from foreign governments in payments and loan deferral, which is, of course, Deutsche Bank, um, helping him restructure the loan on it from 2022 to 2024, or sorry, 2018 to 2024, um, which Trump did not disclose on his financial paperwork when he was running for president, raising questions about potential conflicts of interest during his presidency. I mean, at this point, I mean, it's that that's just, that's just obvious. At this point, the the GOP, this is a point of pride. The fact that he got to skate by and and pretend he wasn't doing this. Yeah. Anyways, it's the first time the congressional investigators have reviewed and released details of the former president's financial information through the Trump Organization on Friday, uh, though the Trump Organization on Friday challenged the committee's understanding of accounting and denied any wrongdoing. (laughs) The Manhattan District Attorney and New York Attorney General investigators have reviewed Trump's financials, but none of that has been made public. Trump's income from the Trump International Hotel reported in public financial disclosures from 2016 to 2020 totaled more than $156 million dollars. He told everybody he made 156 million. He lost 70. This is like this is like Biden votes. This is like the money version of Maricopa County. Yep. 
He, you know, because his whole thing was he lost 241 votes and Biden gained 99. It's, uh, we're in the same zone here. Right on. Um, yeah. Uh, the D.C. hotel actually suffered a net loss of more than $70 million while he was president and had to be loaned more than $27 million from one of Trump's holding companies, DJT Holdings LLC, from 2017 to 2020, according to Hotel Financial Statements Committee obtained, where the $24 million was not repaid and was instead converted to capital contributions, the ca- committee said. According to the committee, this, you'd have to ask Alan Weisselberg about this, I suppose. Their analysis of the document showed that the Trump Hotel received an estimated $3.7 million from foreign governments, which they, they say raises concerns about possible violations of the Constitution's Foreign Emoluments Clause, which would have been nice to, uh, to go with uh, you know, to be aware of while he was president, one would think. I see people in the chat room saying I- Trump's Iowa rally is today, um, which is, you know, uh, in- incredibly important. Um, let's see if we can find uh, Trump. Yeah. His, I'll see if I can bring that up over the, over yeah, the yeah. commercial break and we'll jump in in the middle of it. Although we can't be sure that, uh, you know, I've made mistakes in the past myself, but we can't be sure that he won't swear on the air. He's got in, he's becoming increasingly foul mouthed at these large outdoor um, barn and yard gatherings that he's doing like a tent revival preacher with no tent. Um, and so uh, we, we, we shall see what we can grab from from that, if at all uh, necessary. But this is all, you know, part of his big complaint tour. And none of it is working. The Daily Beast had a story beginning of this week about how interest in Donald Trump has fallen since the uh, since inauguration day, specifically, but ever since the election. That there was a huge drop off in both media attention and desire, you know, to click on his sites. Because that's usually one of the ways that you judge it is how many people are going to DonaldJTrump.com and clicking on it and watching things or buying things or doing stuff. And up until the 20th, um, it was spiking after the election. And then it just cratered. And it's one of the reasons why you really don't see him on, you know, he just did an interview with uh, Hannity this week where he, you know, obviously said, you know, if I mean, people have seen this and it, it was horrific basically just claiming that Haitian migrants have AIDS and that he's afraid of them bringing AIDS into the country and they all have AIDS. And it like, he, I, he was trying to set a record for saying AIDS as many times as he could in association with Haitian migrants. It was just gross, you know? And, but at the same time, while it was obviously bigoted and disgusting, that's, I mean, that's one of the purest, views of what Trump actually thinks about a group of people I think I've ever seen. You know what I mean? There wasn't even in it a, and some of them are nice people, I assume. It was just rampant with this stuff, which is, you know, shocking and bizarre. And and yet at the same time, totally indicative of who this guy is. Now, the the Iowa rally and then of course the Michigan rally on on Tuesday the Iowa one is largely so that he could pretend to be running for office they are strategically doing these things just simply so that Trump can uh, pretend so to be running money yes so that people can, you know will continue to pour money into the super PAC and I would like to say 
to any um, uh, Republicans, uh, any of the maggots and Trumpsters who listen to the show and you hate listen, uh, please do so. Follow that advice to the T. Pour all your money, as much as you have, straight down Trump's uh, big empty gullet. Just yeah, give them every, all your money. every penny. Sign up for the, you know, I don't even think you have to sign up for the recurring donation. It does it for you. Just go straight to Donald J. Trump. If you sign up to give him $5, it will automatically take $5 a week out of your account. And it'll automatically increase. That was another thing, too. That's right. And on his birthday, it'll double the gift. Because you know. Um, Birthday. So, yeah, I don't know if... uh, Yeah, my concern about going to the Iowa thing is, is that he might say what he said about Haitian immigrants, you know, but worse... Something about the word rally too. Kind of. It sounds. Yeah, it sounds a little 1936. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It's a yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the wardrobe is very simple and cotton. Right, and um, but uh, you know, I suppose the um, you know, who's who's showing up there? But the same people. Obviously, there's a lot of people deadheading to all these things. It's the same people showing up every single time. Um. Uh, much like it's the same people who, you know, watch Lindell's uh, quote unquote evidence all the time and are increasingly convinced by hearing the same details over and over again that it must be true. Um, we have to take a break. We'll be back right after this, news. right after the news. Yep. Uh, it's the Housemarks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Let's see. Uh... You're listening to the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. I've had people walk out of me before, but not when I was being so charming. Videos coming back at HouseSparks.com. I don't care for you if it's a stupid smudge you're trawling out. Us face little pimpstick. True progressive talk. Might be a good time for you guys to give up. Welcome back. So um, I was talking about this during um, when we were leading up to it, and obviously uh, Trump's in Iowa right now. Um, I... Like, Making everything better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, clearly. I'm sure, uh, you know, the right side broadcasting network um, is carrying, um, you know, the live feed of it while they make money and sell toilet paper or, or uh, my pillows or whatever they do. Um, um, but uh, there's an article in The Guardian uh, about the silence of Donald Trump, how Twitter's ban is cramping his style. The ex-president once had a direct line to 88 million followers. Uh, citation needed. Um, now he's su- now he's suing to get and and now he's suing to get back on the platform. So this story's been uh, you know going on for a while. He just and he got slammed this week. Um, you know, no one. I don't think anybody except his lawyers thought this was this case was going anywhere but straight into their bank account if he bothers to pay them. But this bizarre turn that. Uh, that Republicans seem to be all pro-business and libertarian and laissez-faire and live and let live until it comes to the social media networks, in which case what they want the government to do is enforce um, the... They're small government until they don't like how it turns out. Yeah, they want to force um, these companies, private companies, to have to carry current and former government employees because that's effectively what the law would be. Force vaccinations. Right. Yes. No force vaccinations, but Twitter but should do force abortion regulation. That's true. Yes. Force force yes. 
But uh, don't force take away your religious my values upon uh, on someone else because obviously yeah. convincing them is too much work. That's the trouble with re- deeply held religious beliefs: is that you have to convince people of them. Why do that when you can just make a law that makes them abide by your religious that. belief? Yeah, you know, it's you know, hey, it's it, it's second only to a suicide vest, I suppose. In the forceful implementation of my religious beliefs, um, but um, the, the uh, you know over the last little bit, it, like this has been an ongoing thing, and and all he's using, you know, all he's been using his website for is raising money, and it mm-hmm. is why I believe, by the way, that oh look, Chip came in. That's so cute. Chip, Chip decided come to make a, yeah, come to, made a visit. Now he's just playing with a piece of paper on the floor. Hi, Chip. Hi, buddy. Okay. Um, the um, the interesting thing to me is that somehow, um, you know, Trump has been saying, okay, he makes these statements on his website, and they're so much more elegant. They're so much more beautiful than than they would have been on. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, a debut. Um, that um, there's so much, there's you know the way he speaks in his, you know on his website is so much more elegant. These statements and they get carried everywhere and they get so much more reach. Well, in material fact, they do not. They in fact do not uh, reach any of that. Um, let's see. There we go. Um, thanks, Johnny. Um, uh, that. You know they—they're you know by every measure he is losing ground across uh, the country, with the exception of is that he is effectively an example of the worst kind of micro branding that we have seen. That this is basically Trump is a, an old influencer you've never heard of. You know how occasionally someone. There'll be some Instagram person that has like a gathering at a mall and, uh, you know, tens of thousands of kids show up and... Yeah, or like some YouTube personality and, and you're like, it's like, yeah, they have 10 million subscribers. Exactly. What? And they show up someplace and you're like, they're, yeah, they're wrapping a whole mall in toilet paper and filming it, whatever the thing is. And you're like, who yeah, is and this it, person? And it's just like, just some like guy you could have gone to high school with. Totally. That that we have seen the rise of those people over the last mm-hmm. um, few years, and it should come as no surprise that I absolutely intend to be one of them. Uh, hence, uh, infotainmentwords.com. Subscribe right now. No, I've been. A, I'm. I'm what you call it. A, a traditional media star. You know, I three hit okay, series and a and a and a long running radio show. You know what I'm saying? Hi, buddy. Hi. Um, oh and, yes. a, and a kitten in my lap while I do my show. Can I see um, his nose? Yes. Can I see his nose? Yes, you can see his nose. He's, he's got a very cute it's nose. It's a little black it's nose. Nobody on the radio the can see this. Beans. And he's a little bit cross-eyed, which makes him even cuter. I love he's that. Are little... all of his beans black? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, don't know, I haven't checked. Um, but the point is... You know, this is, I'm, I'm not kidding. This is actually the phenomenon. A lot of people would say we're seeing an insurrection, we're seeing a cult, we're seeing those kind of things. In reality, um, Trump has about the same size following as a medium size, um, like, makeup tutorial girl on YouTube. I'm serious. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, if, and if they gave free 
if any of those kids gave free outdoor get-togethers, they would be overwhelmed by numbers that would swamp what Trump has easily. Mm-hmm. And these kids and their parents, um, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, and, oh, yeah. and so this is more indicative. Uh, and I think the, the politic, the body politic has been kind of misreading Trump's existence in the current you know, mood. Um, when in reality, he's kind of just a quirk star. He's like an internet quirk star. You, you follow him, not cause he's a, you know, not, you know, a beautiful Kardashian or, you know, an Elon Musk who, you know, you're just, you know, waiting or Steve Jobs waiting for them to drop the next big piece of technology. You, it's 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 just the local it's it's a, a, a nationwide weirdo. It's you can you can hook on him and then they've got That's those folks. Title. Yeah. Nationwide weirdo. That's where he is. And these crowds that he's gathering and that he's very proud of. Um, honest to God. Um, from, you know, like people like Mr. Beast or Good Mythical Morning or any of these guys if on, on YouTube, if they decided to do this, we're just coming to a fairground. We'll be in Iowa next week. It's free outside. We're going to have a couple of musical guests and then it's going to be us and we're going to do the thing and it's free. These, they would fill fields of people. It's ridiculous. And, and Trump is not aware of the fact that that's what he actually is. And I think the Beltway is also mistaken in, you know, in taking him seriously as a, as a political entity, because he is absolutely not. What policies does he genuinely have? Is he, whatever someone said to him moments before he he walks on stage. Right. Right. I mean, obviously now he is just, he can't talk about any of them. No. He's just like, griping it, for a living. It's so amazing when there's a follow-up question. I've seen some of these interviews lately. That's right. Just from the old school Trump. I, I, I mean, I really do think this is a, uh, you know, a, a very important way of looking at um, Trump as an entity that I don't think anybody else has recognized. And maybe it's because I spend a decent amount of time trying to expand my, you know, my little uh, burgeoning media empire that's happening here. It's growing organically and very well. And I thank you, everybody who shows up regularly for the daily live stream and comes to see and listen to and watch the show on the weekends as well. That as I look at some of the people who are doing things right and other people are doing things wrong and you try to learn from the people who know what they're doing, that Trump in and of himself is sort of an accidental social media star. Like he's a social media influencer. We know that right after he left office, he tried his hand at microblogging for a while. That's effectively what his site is. Oh yeah. Now he's just quasi tweeting. Like some of the statements are big statements where they, you know, they, you know, a statement from the former president, the desk of Donald J. Trump, right? But a lot of the stuff, quite frankly, is just a one sentence. Read this article. Big lies are following us all over. Um, and I think. Um, yes, there's a lot of people uh, who are, I know what you're doing, buddy. A lot, everybody wants me to keep Chip and, um, <laughs> we're supposed to. I didn't realize Chip is a foster. Yes, Chip is a foster. And I think we have decided. I think he's a keeper. I, I really do. Aww. I think, I think, I don't think, I don't think I can part with him. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. He sleeps on. He You've sleeps. had other boy cats before, he's, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's sleeping. They're just so cuddly. He's just great. And he's, he sleeps on my neck. It's just adorable. Aww. Thank you, James. 
Um, as as Dave Perner once wrote, nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Soul Asylum's Black Gold. Absolutely. That's exactly what's happening. And the minute it stops, it stops forever. He doesn't realize that he's basically, and this is, you know, this is what we learned from the, the Facebook. I want to talk about the Facebook stuff that happened this week. Um, because it's very telling in terms of the tr- what Trump is as a fading phenomenon and, and, it, and essentially what his Achilles heel is in all this. Because, um, you know, we had the QAnons turning on, on Mike Flynn this week because of two words that he used in a prayer invocation that he stole from a doomsday cult Christian from 1990 that he just read her prayer verbatim. And he got in trouble with the QAnon because they think he's a, a Satan worshiper now because of the words that he used, the sevenfold ray and, the, and saying legion. It's so weird, like you know, and it and, and that's just a sign of it doesn't <laughs> take much. Is it Legion? Isn't that from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yes, right. <laughs> but that's where they get it from because the idea is that it's, a, it's an angel. Uh, death. Yeah, I guess that makes more right. sense. Right, but um, in all seriousness, you are watching in real time this kind of a uh, a fade on on his part, and if you want Trump to go away. What you're going to see is uh, he's going to go away like one of these influencers. They're still going to have these like Onision or something. They're still going to have these hardcores that follow him around that are absolute lunatics and will never let go. Yep. But the the vast majority of the crowds will eventually over time after they've seen the same, the same shtick, it's going to die on the vine. And already we're seeing a drag in his numbers you know, it's the same people at these rallies. Like I said, these are the hardcores. They're they're. I can't see that he's building any base. No, he is not. He, there's not. There's no. There's been zero expansion during the last four years, and none during the last you know eight months. Certainly, Two years when they've all been dying because they weren't going to. Right, exactly. Well, that's the other aspect of it. Well, anyways, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after okay. this. It's the Alsbark Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight is our number. Attention, attention, stop what you're doing. Because we're coming back to the Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Oh my God! They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it. Now let's get back with Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. So, um, Trump is in Iowa today, and the, and the, the general consensus in the media is, is that this is him tipping his hat that he's going to run in 2024. And to them and to everyone who believes that, I would like to say, stop being ridiculous. You are being a moron. This is a sales pitch. This is a snake oil salesman, and his next stop is Iowa. And to and you can't sell his particular brand of snake oil unless you sell a few bottles in Iowa first. And he's going to be squeezing money out of his followers for the next three years using this ploy. And he figured the best way to do that was go straight to Iowa. That's all. There is no, this is not a sign he's running in 2024. This is a sign that if he doesn't raise money like he's running in 2024 and off people who think he's running in 2024, they're they're just going to forget about him. 
This is this is all to drive. These are all Save America pack gatherings. These are all fundraisers. Everybody there is hit with it. They stream it on his on the website to do that. They follow up with people's email address. If you want to get a ticket to it, he's got to get your email. It's a it, there, this is not an accident, and it's not because he's running for president. It's because he has to do this to get as many donors as possible. Because the dude is losing money. He is losing money everywhere. The, his properties are bleeding money. He's not expanding his financial reach. He made no smart deals. His kids are idiots. And nothing is going to come from his time uh, pres- while he was president like he thought it was. He thought it was going to be his financial salvation. And it turned out it was not. D- Jared and Ivanka made money during the Trump presidency. Trump didn't. You have to understand that. Like... Jared and Ivanka, they made somewhere in the order of like, I want to say $124 million while they were working in the White House for free. Just with their side hustles? Yeah. Just with their magic trademarks in China and and deals that they got and, and, you know, real estate deals in Israel and in the United States and in the UAE and that kind of stuff. And and I guess across the United States as well are upping those, you know, the, the cost of their properties as well. Because... What you're going to look at is the Ivanka. Ivanka Trump is the brand. She's the Kardashianing of the Trump brand. If it can be she salvaged at all. She's sincere and warm. What? She seems very sincere and warm. I, I get that feeling. I get that feeling. Sure. In a Nurse Ratchet kind of a way. <laughs> Young Nurse Ratchet. When are they going to do that prequel? Um, Ooh. Yeah, right. Um, it, it, Nurse Ratchet as a candy striper starring Ivanka Trump. Um <laughs> And the the many noses of Ivanka Trump and the um the many <laughs> many noses they each get credit um but yeah the, I, honestly though um he is bleeding money at every turn and this is how you make that money back this is he has found he has struck oil and it is a geyser out of the brain stems of his followers he is bleeding these folks dry um and and yet, because the Beltway is going to Beltway, the only way that you know NPR and the Guardian and other you know in the Hill, the only way they can perceive going to Iowa is the is the way they they've always perceived going to Iowa. If you are a current or former politician, they cannot imagine going there for another reason. Now, bands go there all the time. Festivals happen in Iowa. They do parades. There's all kinds of other reasons where you can make money or get publicity from going to Iowa. But this, oh, thanks. Is Trump starting a band? Yes, I hope so. I hope so. And I hope Mike Huckabee plays bass. Um, But so I I cannot make this clear enough to everyone. And I I will not be moved on this. Trump is not going to run in 2024. He simply isn't. He's going to he's going to try leading up to it, but the minute anybody steps in and isn't going to step down like if if Kasich decides he's going to run again or Romney really wants a shot at this and now they know his trick. Cuz who cares if he calls you a name now? In the beginning of this whole thing, it was like magic. He could just no hey, nobody was going to run against him when he ran the second time, but in the first time place, you know, little Marco and all this kind of stuff and then he, you know, brought everybody to heel. But anybody who's going to run, whether it's Kitzinger or Kasich or anybody like that, 
they're already aware of what his gameplay is. And he was an unknown entity. He could come in and make fun of people because he was just a TV star, sort of. You know, he did. A, he was a game show host. And so he could, you know, it wasn't even a serious run. And by the time you knew he was serious, the knife was already in. So now nobody's going to do that. Everybody's just going to blister him every at every turn. And, and basically leech the, the party away from him. And it will more than likely divide the vote 60-40. But that's not my problem. If they nope. want to have a rhino-maggot uh, fight, that's, that's their mess to clean up. But that's the reality. Is that he's, you know, he claims he has 98% approval rating in, in, you know, in the Republican Party. And he absolutely does not. 98% of a lot of Republicans will defend their vote for him. That's very different than saying you support what he did or you believe he was good or you actually think he did, you know, anything that he said he was going to do in terms of, I, I mean, because all of it's a lie. It wasn't the biggest tax cut in history. It wasn't the best economy in history. It wasn't the lowest unemployment in history. It was The only reason there were more people working is because there were more people alive than ever before. There's always more people more working. Right. Else. He didn't, he didn't come up with the VA Choice and Accountability Act. That was a lie. The wall itself was just built where there was already fencing. And it uh, even still, apparently it doesn't work. Because unless the magic man is in office, the wall is completely incapable of keeping millions of people out. It just didn't function. A month more, and it would have done it. But it, for some reason... It's completely, you know, useless with anybody else. Nobody else need, knows how to use a wall like Donald Trump. So there, there's a, a myriad of absurdities that he has to run against about himself that he did not have to run against last time. He didn't. Either time. The first time because nobody took him seriously until it was too late. And the second time because everybody was afraid of him. Because the Republican Party is... Uh, is you know, stacked a mile high with cowards, um, cowards and yeah. sycophants, and the and the cowards and sycophants, interestingly enough, are the people who are most likely to run for president, which is very weird. Of all things, it's really sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, who there there has to be one would think per, presumed leaders in the Republican Party that have to that have to look at Donald Trump and go. I know more than that guy. This is embarrassing. At least one. And all Yeah, those- but they're just they're not venomous is the thing. They they'll come out and and say something completely legit and calculated and important and then they're attacked on their appearance or something they did in 1985 or right. any well, number. I would, of things. I would say that that's that was true in 2016. I think now the the they're going to be more venomous than they they you know they won't hold back as much in theory. I don't know these folks, and they could just yeah. fold just as much as anybody else. The Ted Cruz's of the I mean, world. Some of them are very good people. Yes, right. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, uh, but I, you know, but like the ones that are going to run, like Ted Cruz and possibly Lindsey Graham, and and like any of that crowd, you know, Santorum will probably run again. He's a perennial favorite, right? Right. But. You think any of them are going to wait to be bullied around the next time if they seriously want a shot at it? Unless they're all running to be his VP, 
which is pre- what it's going to turn into and what Trump wants it to turn into. Trump wants it to turn into a deal where he, you know, a, a, a version of The Apprentice where he gets to pick his vice president and everybody's just vying to suck up to him. But none of them are going to make any ground if they're suck ups because who wants, I mean, Trump's in terrible shape. He's miserable. He physically he's in bad shape. Do you want the world's biggest suck up to be one heartbeat away from the president um, on the Republican side? It's so odd. Um, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. See if I 